two halves of a whole idiot. <laughs> Talks about everything from professional wrestling to are you ready for that summertime weather? Because we got a taste of it in New York City today. Oh, it was was a high of 81 degrees today. It was hot, hot. It was, bro, it was muggy. I was, I was sweating. It was sun's out, guns out. I knew the temperature (laughs) before I left the house. I had my Steve, I had my, my throwback. All black Steve Nash jersey, Phoenix hey. Suns, with the hat to match. Hey, the jean, the jean shorts, and of course the Crocs. Of course the Crocs. But man, I was like, you know what? This is this is perfect. Yeah, let's bump the podcast, man. Let's just sit on my back porch and just drink. Oh, oh, bro, it was so hot, and it's I, I didn't know it was gonna be that hot. And I forgot to bring an extra undershirt when I went to the gym in the morning. So I was in my under armor, under my work uniform all day, long sleeves. Bro, just all the sweat. All the sweat. Oof. Oof. Exactly. Oof. Oof. I can't wait for that summertime, summertime nights, man. Oh, summertime. Was it summer, uh, summer nights. Summer summer loving had me a blast. Summer love. Look at you quoting like Grease and whatnot. Soon. but But for now. You guys are listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. It's Grapples, the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As always, I am one of your hosts, the very sensual, the very tight, Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, your boy, the General Shades, joined Remotely by my hetero life mate. Ill will the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, Mr. Certified. Whenever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Thrillium. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna start every we're gonna, time. We're gonna start off every time, baby. It tickles me so much. <laughs> yes, sir. Thrillium. We have, we have, we had a lot to go over, and not a lot to go over. But the the stuff that happened this week, the major stuff that happened, and the absolute barf. Why am I even covering this stuff? <laughs> I have to go over. We have some 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 old old WWE guys popping up in indie shows. We have a winner. For the New Japan Cup 2021, some injury updates, some signings, some television shows, and everything in between. And then we have, you know, your normal WWE crap, whatever. (laughs) But we can't get into any of that unless Thrill, do me one favor. What's up? Ring that bell. All right, so let's go. We got Kaz XL, a.k.a. Big Kaz. The biggest of Kaz. The biggest. Is now being managed by former WWE Women's Champion Melina, as he was her surprise at a recent TV taping of SWE Fury. Uh, um, 
I'm I'm happy that he got over the mental stuff. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm happy for him getting over his demons, you know, all his mental health issues, the alcoholism, all that stuff. I'm glad he got over his demons. But I just, as a wrestler, solo, I just don't, I never found him captivating, you know? Yeah, I mean, he was just a big guy. Yeah. And, um, him and Enzo was, were two parts of a whole. Without either one of them, the other one doesn't stand. Two halves of a whole idiot. <laughs> that couldn't spell the word soft. <laughs> that couldn't spell the word soft. Um, um, yeah. But, but, what did he have with Enzo? He had a mouthpiece. He was yeah. the muscle. Enzo was the mouthpiece. He's yeah. still the muscle. Melina could be the mouthpiece. She's a great talker. Um, she can wrestle if she needs, if need be. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is in in the in the video. I don't think it, I don't know if you saw it or not. Uh, Melina was holding a cane. Now I don't know if this is part of her gimmick. She, she looked like a fortune teller in like mm. a Hispanic country. It's mm. like this. Big frilly, I don't know if it was a one one piece or a dress or something, and she had like this cane that she was walking with, but she wasn't walking to, like she wasn't using it for stability. She just mm. had it in her hand. Mm. Um, I'm happy because uh, I, I think last month Kaz debuted in an, at an indie show with Enzo. Yeah, and I, I'm. I'm being honest. They they need to keep themselves apart. Mm. Like, I think Cats has a bigger ceiling, a higher ceiling than sure. Enzo does. Without question. Um, not to mention Enzo shot on everyone and, and their mother yep. after he left the WWE. Yep. Burned a lot of bridges. Mm-hmm. He even shot on Cass, so which confuses me because I'm like, Cass, how are you working with him when he was talking mad yin gang about you? No, money is money, B. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. You're trying to get back into it. If someone tells you, hey, we'll give you 200 bucks to show up this one night and, and work with Enzo, you know, you take the 200, you, you come out the curtain, you do your thing, and you part ways. Yeah. yeah but, but, I, but I also think, like, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's gonna cost two more than two hundred dollars for me to no, I know, get but... back with somebody I, like that, that talked mad crap about me. Yeah, I hear you. But, you know, Enzo's trying to get his career back. You know, obviously, um, but I do think he needs to stay away from Enzo. I think Enzo is still looked at as something of a pariah in the industry. So fans still go crazy for him, though. They love the the whole. Um... Uh, what's it? Uh, trash talker Skywalker. Yeah, look, I I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was great. I loved it too, I and didn't. until I didn't, you know, I was definitely on on the the Enzo and Cass train when I first saw them in NXT, and then when it came to the main roster, I was all about it. But then after a while, it got stale. They split them up for no reason, and like Enzo turned out to be a you know piece of crap. So and and Cass beat up a little person and and Cass got too big for his britches. So anyway, <clears throat> let's move on to some injury news coming out of Ring of Honor. Dragon Lee, their current TV champion and one of their tag champions, 
has suffered a broken eardrum, which is pulling him off of the Ring of Honor 19th anniversary pay-per-view. Um, sucks for him. Sucks for them. That's one of the risks you run when you have one guy carrying two belts. If he's out, then that's two belts you can't put on your TV programming or your pay-per-view in this case. But, you know, I hope Dragon League gets better because, you know, he's a, he's a terrific talent. You know? Yes. Former IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, get I, well I mean, soon. I, I have never heard of somebody suffering a uh, uh, a broken eardrum. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, if yeah, a yeah. ruptured a ruptured eardrum is the same, same thing, thing. Then yeah, okay. Yeah. But to have it phrased as a broken eardrum, how yeah, you do that? I don't know. That's weird phrasing, but that's I, copy and paste is a thing. <laughs> All right, don't peel the curtain back too much. <laughs> um, so let's talk, let's let's move forward to uh, AEW. So first thing, uh, a signing that I am confused about. Apparently, Red Velvet has officially signed her AEW contract. Although I thought she had signed a while ago. Yeah, I feel like we've reported this already. Yeah, but I think what happens. And it seems to be a trend with AEW, their wrestlers, and us, is they'll work a wrestler for a few months to, I guess, test the waters on an independent show basis, and then go for the sign. Which, I guess, makes sense, because, you know, why would you sign someone, put them on TV, have them work shows, and then realize you don't want them, when you can bring them on, pay them on a show-by-show basis... And then decide one way or the other. And on top of that, once you've signed them, they've already been on TV enough that your fans your fans care about them now, or theoretically at least. Um, and so then you can just go ahead and, and push them forward. But I I could have sworn Red Velvet was signed. Yeah, I'm to my knowledge. Yeah, Red Velvet was signed, but. Um, your your theory does make sense. I mean, they do like to have their wrestlers wrestle for about a month or so before, mm-hmm. like Brian Brian Pillman Jr. He's been mm-hmm. he was wrestling on Dark for like forever, mm-hmm. and then it's like Brian Pillman Jr. signs with AEW. Oh, okay. I thought he was part of the AEW, but whatever, you know. Like, and I think that's because we're yeah, I think it's, we're so used to like the WWE machine that you know they're signed and then they get put on on TV and all that stuff. Yeah. That the second we see them on TV, we go, oh, they signed. No, not necessarily the case. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, someone who won't be on TV for quite a while is John Silver, which, you know, that sucks for him, man. He's really been elevating his, his in-ring work. Um, Probably the most over guy in the dark order that's not negative, uh, negative one. Yeah, and he will be out four to six weeks with a shoulder injury. And what sucks about this is wrestling, obviously you use your entire body, but a lot of it is throws and slams and you you need your shoulders a heck of a lot in professional wrestling. So you can't even skimp this, you know, you can't even be like, oh yeah, it's a, it's a nagging shoulder injury. Nah, man. Like when it's time to get that fixed, it's time to get that fixed. Especially with John Silver's wrestling style, is mm-hmm. it is throws and and power moves. Mm-hmm. Um, try to lift somebody without lifting your shoulders; it's impossible. Yeah, I mean, someone 
to who doesn't even have that similar style at all, but like Ruby Riot had one shoulder that was messed up, tried to ignore it, ended up overcompensating, hurting her other shoulder, had to have double shoulder surgery. You like you can't do that in professional wrestling. You just yeah. you can't ignore your shoulders. They're a huge part of your of of what you do, even if you're not a big heavy slam guy, you know, like again, Ruby's not. That's not her style at all. She's more technical, but still it affects the way you wrestle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so I hope he gets better soon. Um and then let's talk about something that I was very surprised by was this week on AEW Dynamite. Uh we had the first commercial for Cody and Brandy Rhodes and their new reality show, Rhodes to the Top, coming to TNT. Now, I'm of two opinions here. One, as a fan of Cody and Brandy and AEW and all that is, I'm interested to watch this. However, I hate reality TV, so I have no interest in watching this. So, <laughs> I don't know. I watch the commercials and they go, oh, this is cool. And then you get, like, it's shot like a reality show. They talk to each other like it's a reality show. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to watch this. This is dumb. This is Miss and Mrs. This is John total Cena. Divas. This is Total Divas, Total Bellas. I don't want to watch this. This is poodoo fodder. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, I um I started watching Total Divas because I thought it was going to be like a sort of a backstage kind of right, right behind thing. the scenes. Yeah, I I don't need to see Natty and Nia Jax and Naomi having brunch together. That's not what I'm here for. I want to see right. them like I want to see some some backstage stuff, like them prepping for matches, them doing this, them doing that. I don't I don't care how they live their lives. I'm poor. I'm not having. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not having uh, afternoon afternoon mimosas on a Saturday in like Redondo Beach. I'm in Brooklyn sipping tea from a pot and not even a teapot, <laughs> like a saucepan. <laughs> a saucepan. I'm Oliver Twist up in here, bro. <laughs> Please, sir, may I have some I'm more? A... <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh man yeah um but yeah it's funny because like, I'm, I'm watching the commercial and like oh cool like you said backstage stuff i want to see backstage stuff and then it's like them in their kitchen with qt marshall i'm just like ah, i don't care i don't want to uh, watch this get out of my face uh, like qt marshall's there's like hey yo you got any butter for this toast like shut right? up i don't care about this <laughs> Exactly. Shut up, QT. <laughs> like QT's like, well, what's up with Dustin? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, so yeah, that's. I'm. I'm curious to see what those ratings do. Um, I feel like that's gonna do decent. All the AEW marks are gonna run over and watch it. I think. I don't think so. No. Um, I, no, I don't think the AEW marks are gonna watch. What I think is the um. The guys who go Google Gaga over Brandy are going to watch it. I think um, this also helps with Brandy, like, and during the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like, give us, you know, like, how The Miz and Maurice did their thing. Right. Kind of give us, like, a, a look into their their lives during the pregnancy. I mean, yeah. I'm not a fan of it, to be honest, but, hey. 
I'll probably I'll probably catch the first episode. I mean, probably not live because I'm not gonna. I don't even know when, or I don't. I'm not gonna care enough to make sure I watch it when it goes on the air. You know, I'll probably catch it as a rerun on Hulu or whatever the case is. Um, I'll probably catch the first episode and see what's what. But I I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. Now let's talk about. Let's see what do we got. Oh, Impact Wrestling. Big news this week, moving to Thursdays, starting back to Thursdays, moving, uh, moving back to Thursdays, starting April 8th. So I think this is a brilliant move. Mm-hmm. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, right? NXT is moving to Tuesdays, correct? Correct. So now we're going to have, for those who, who, who watch, Raw on Monday. NXT on Tuesday, AEW Dynamite on Wednesday, Impact on Thursday, SmackDown on Friday. If you are that much of a wrestling fan and you want a taste of it all, you have something different every day of the week. Just, I mean, it's just smart by by Impact to, to give them, there's no one on Thursday. It's a non-compete. Mm-hmm. If they stayed on Tuesdays, they're competing with NXT. They're competing with, you know, whatever else. But to move over with AEW Dark. But if you go over to Thursday, you're by yourself. You're chilling. There's the no one to take ratings away from you other than the fact that you're in, like, three homes in America. The competition that you have is during football season and Thursday night football. Other than that, there's nothing. Yeah, but even Thursday night football isn't every week from week one. I uh, guess it is. Really? I thought it was only like a few weeks of the year. Uh, no, nope, it's every Thursday. Well, that's well, I, 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 I've been removed know. from football for a few yeah, years. So you're, you're a Jets fan. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. I haven't watched football since like Brett Favre was our quarterback. Um, wow. I'm like Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> no, Geno Smith. No, they already sucked by then. No, but Gino, watched... Gino was after Tebow, wasn't he? He was because once they once before... they got Tebow, I was out. Not, not me. Uh, not me, man. Once and like once Sanchez the butt fumble, I wasn't around for that. I just heard about it. Um, Sanchez. Once I was all about the Sanchez. They ruined him. Anyway, this is, this is not a Jets podcast. Um. And then lastly, <laughs> this is a Jets podcast. It wouldn't be family friendly. Hey, bro, ain't that the truth? Man, expletives everywhere. But let's take our final turn to Japan. As New Japan has announced that they will be revealing their IWGP World Heavyweight Championship belt, the brand new belt that they had to merge. Oh, whatever. I'm not going to go into it. Anyway. They're revealing this new belt on March 30th, right on the keels, on the cusps, right before, just a few days before, Sakura Genesis. Now, Sakura Genesis will be headlined by Kota Ibushi's first defense of said title, and his opponent was to be the winner of this year's New Japan Cup. And who won it? Exactly who I was afraid was going to win. My boy, the aerial assassin, 
Will Ospreay. I'm happy for him to have his accolade. He can forever say that he won the New Japan Cup. But it, this is just feeding him to the machine. You know, it's just fodder for the trough. It was just bleh. He's not going to win. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what this is. Um, yeah. The only way that you can save this is if they go to a time limit draw. No, and because that still doesn't make Kota look good. It's his first. Def- it's his first title defense. He's got to win. Yeah, I I know this. I, I'm talking about to to book Will Osprey strong. Mm. You have Osprey go to a time limit draw. It does not look good on Ibushi where you can't defend your belt for the first time. Yeah, you go to a time limit draw. You can't beat one guy. Come on, that, like because then the story from there goes. You lobbied so hard to have these titles united. They finally unify them, and in your first offense, you can't even beat your first co- opponent. That's a horrendous. Like, how do you recover from that in terms of a story yeah. for a character? Mm-hmm. You know, so he can't. You can't. I'll take a flyer out on Will Osprey. I'll say he'll win. Why not? Get the bleep, man! Listen, no one, no one would be more ecstatic about it than I would be. I'll but take a flyer out on him. Not gonna happen, bro. And as a cure Genesis, you know I got a, a place in my heart for cure Genesis because I went to one. It's not gonna happen. No, oh, Sakura Genesis is like smack dab. Like it kicks off Hell Week. Yeah, it's April fourth. Yeah. yeah, that kicks off Hell Week, which you and I have discussions off air. Need to have a discussion. Oh yeah, we got we off-air. we got to talk about that week because I mean yeah, off air because ufale. Yeah. So yeah, that that does it for me on my side. <laughs> have fun talking about WWE stuff. Bye. <laughs> So let's get the easy stuff out of the way first. Peacock is reviewing and editing content from the WWE Network's library, which is fantastic because Mm. I've been watching a uh, page. Shoutouts to uh, Wrestling Bios on YouTube. Um, He has a series called Reliving the War where he uh, goes week by week. Mm-hmm. For both WCW's Nitro and WWE's Raw, right? And and I'm sitting here like, man, there's so many old matches that I want to just go, go back and rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, like a, there's a Brian Pillman versus Eddie Guerrero match, you know? There's a um, an Owen Hart versus Shawn Michaels. When you know when Shawn Michaels like collapse in the ring, yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. These are things that I wanted to go back and see. And, you know, I get to rewatch it on YouTube, but I want to watch it it's in its entirety on on the network. Now right. I can't do that because the network is, you know, kaput. Peacock. So we'll wait for Peacock to get. I think they said by the summer, the end of the summer, they're going to have um, all of the things on there. But I think they're, excuse me, they're editing like. Um, I guess not kosher so, items. So the, on, the, on... the phrasing is they're editing stuff. They're editing out removing stuff that are not within the standards and practices of Peacock. I don't know. So like 
you see, like, you drive the gun, you're like, oh, this is great. To me, I'm like, this is terrible. Because I, if I want to watch, like, uh, how do I put this? The whole point of having these things on the streaming services directly is you're getting the unfiltered, unedited, non-TV, F, you know, FCC-free version of what it's supposed to be. But then they're going to remove segments that, quote-unquote, don't align with their standards and practices. They've already cut out the Roddy Roddy Piper promo um, where he does... He's in blackface? Yeah. Half blackface. The half blackface, right. So they, they already edited that out. Um, and now, now, do not get me wrong. If anyone, especially as a part of the Grapple Sables family, if anyone here is going to, you know, fly the flag for, like, you know, social justice and, and not promoting awful behavior, it's it's me. But you don't erase history. Like, is it unfortunate that we had that? Yes. Is it, in hindsight, in terrible taste that DX did the Nation of Domination skit? Of course. Yeah, but, but that needs to be taken down. I don't... I disagree. That's... No. Like I disagree. I disagree because, A, you have you have to... First of all, it's a part of what happened. Like, you can't yeah, erase things... Say again? It's insensitive. But it's what was part of the times. That doesn't matter. Of course it does. Uh, uh, it's all contextual. Beating, be, beating your wife was okay back in the day. It's frowned upon now. Yes, and and as such, I do not want to watch current content glorifying or or, uh, you know abuse of of your spouse. But if there's a a a film that came out in 1950 where that happened, I don't want that scene removed from the movie. It's a part of the movie. It is what it is. It was what it was. I'm I'm calling I'm calling hack on you. You're a hack doodle do. No, Uh, baby, baby, it's cold outside. Uh-huh. Was like, like, like you were on board with them canceling it. I was not. Yes, you were. Oh no, my was god. Not. Yes, you. Yes, you no, were. it wasn't. We were talking about this, and you're like, "Yo, like, if you listen to the lyrics, it's basically like the guy forcing the girl to stay." I and, oh, and you're I like, can, that's not. That, you're like, that's not okay. You, I can 100 percent agree that something is like 100 percent if you listen to it. Yeah, not great lyrically. Do I think it needs to be removed from the annals of history? No. Do we need to play it today? Not necessarily. But if it's playing in a movie or in a TV show that had it 10, 20 years ago, I don't want them to take that song out of the movie or TV show. Yeah, but you're okay with them canceling the song in general. Not like if it's playing in Home Alone, you know? But that, but that's what we're talking about here. I'm not. I'm talking about. I don't need to hear it today. I don't want to. I don't necessarily need to go into a mall and hear that song playing this Christmas season. I'm not gonna have a fit about it. But I'm gonna be like, mm, did we have to do that? I don't think so. But if I'm watching something where it already happened, I don't feel the necessary to remove it. And that's what we're talking about. An episode of Raw that happened to have a segment that is not great by today's standards, well, it's not today. It, it, this just happened 20 years ago. We can't pretend like it didn't happen. 
It doesn't make any sense. It's like it's like removing the Holocaust from the history books. Obviously, murdering Jews is not great. We don't want that. That's terrible. It's awful that it happened. But don't take it from the history books. It happened. We need to know that it happened. It's a yeah, part of history. You're talking about something that, that was horrific. And and you're talking about professional wrestling like like that's obviously I'm, I'm using two incredibly i'm not equating them i'm talking about the the concept of whether or not you remove something that is not necessarily agreeable to today's culture but it was part of the culture and the zeitgeist at that time yeah but they teach you about the holocaust they don't teach you about wearing blackface they teach you about not not wearing black like hey don't do that that's this is what i'm saying like Vince McMahon uh, dropping the N-word on a Raw. Like, that's okay? Like, not not editing that out is, I, is, is perfectly fine. We need to see what happened then so that we don't mm. do it again now. That's you BS. don't want to... No, dude, you were the same one who was, like, mocking the idea of, quote-unquote, canceling. I hate that whole phrase, by the way. It's so, like... Cancel culture? The whole it's so demeaning to like trying to better our society by calling everything canceling and cancel culture. But anyway, you're 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 all about defending Pepe Le Pew. How is this any different? Because Pepe Le Pew is a cartoon. Who and wrestling is cartoon. They're live action cartoons. Get out of here. You gonna let me finish? Are you gonna let me finish? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Pepe Le Pew is a cartoon who is, he's not rapey, but he's, he's a little over the top. Four white guys putting on face paint to act like black guys is racism. And a person incessantly pursuing and kissing and grabbing and squeezing someone who is not returning that affection is sexual harassment and it's aimed at children. So which is worse? Racism. Racism is worse than sexual abuse or sexual harassment? No, they're both, they, they're both horrible. That's okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm glad we got that. Uh, at least we're agreed there. But what I'm saying is you can't, like you're calling me a hack for having an objection to baby no, no, cold what outside. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you you're you're a, like, how do I say this without being like super offensive? <laughs> this should go well. <laughs> you you preach about like like racial inequality, right? Mm -hmm. And and doing the right thing, and and you know. Having blackface, like dressing up in blackface, even if it's it was twenty years ago, it's still Scrubs, for instance. Because I listened to the 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 podcast. Bill Lawrence has three episodes or two episodes where Zach Braff and Sarah Chalk dress in blackface to be Turk, and he he told the network not to air those episodes. Because he knew it was wrong. And even after um, the uh, Scrubs went on, like, uh, you know, the streaming services, Hulu or whatever, mm -hmm. he still 
asked them to keep those episodes off because it's wrong. I... I, I, you don't need point, to learn from that. Like you don't, you, you don't need to. Oh, I saw DX in blackface. Perfect. Like that. That, that it, it's a horrible thing. No, look, I I one hundred percent agree that blackface is terrible. I I agree that like the the way the women were treated, the all the bra and panty matches and the the mud match and all that stuff, terrible. You know, um, as a child, the, loved it. I mean, as a, as a nine year old boy, I was like, "This is amazing." Um, Something's happening in my pants. <laughs> exactly, but um, the like the crucifixion of uh, of Stephanie McMahon, the sacrifice of Stephanie McMahon. It's there. There are things that I can the the fact that Stephanie McMahon was quote unquote married while drugged. Let's you know what I mean. Like there are things that I abhorrently disagree with. And if it happened on my TV today, I'd be outraged. But I personally think there's no reason why we can't contextualize that things happened in the past and not say it's okay that it happened, but understand that it happened. I don't need, for example, and this came up for me privately a few months ago, the show Community which ran for a few years on NBC. I never watched it until it hit Hulu and Netflix. Um, and there's an episode which is thought to be like their best episode of the entire show's run, but it's not on Hulu or Netflix because they don't do blackface, but they do like blueface to like make fun of like an alien, I guess. But because it's similar to blackface, it was pulled. And I was upset because I was like, dude, first of all, I'm robbed of this quote unquote best episode. And second of all, it like if this is an episode of a show that was filmed 10 years ago why can't we leave it 10 years ago like everything else there are so many poor taste jokes like sexually poor taste jokes that we let slide because it was a sign of the time 20 years ago but certain episodes and certain clips we're gonna pull it doesn't make any sense to me why even air anything from the attitude era if you're gonna start pulling anything from the attitude era because not everything from the Attitude Era was racism. I, I I brought up the DX blackface thing as just an example because from yeah, but a, it's a perfect example. But what else? What else are they going to pull? Anything that's like not uh, uh, up to their standards and practices. I mean, I don't know what Peacock's whole thing is, but. Blackface is definitely one of those like uh, I I I rather not go, um, like that's that's a slippery slope. Like I rather not have to deal with that. I guess my whole thing is, I'm not down for censorship. I'm down for responsibility. So, what I mean by that is, I don't want them to remove Mind Kampf from libraries. I want you to know that you shouldn't be reading that. I don't want them to remove clips of Roddy Piper and DX. I want you to understand that this was something that was wrong years ago and we don't need to do that now. I don't need them to remove Pepe Le Pew from TV or from cartoons, but understand the context and that that was okay then, but it's not okay now. I'm, I care more about looking forward and making sure that we don't do this stuff now 
than worrying about pulling it from happening or pretending like it didn't happen years in the past. That's my stance. And I, I don't, we don't, I don't know. We, I don't want us to, to just sit on this all day. This is definitely something that we can just literally discuss for the rest of the episode. Ad nauseum. But, um, yeah. but um, see that you don't want to discuss it anymore. We will move on because I don't want to have to move on to the rest of the, the news. <laughs> I just feel like we'll run in circles. That's it. I just, I don't yeah, want no, to run in circles. It's not about that. It's about the, the news that I, I messaged the, uh, the group chat. <laughs> I'm freaking dreading to get to that. Yeah, I wasn't so moving, happy about that either. Moving on to the WWE Thunderdome. Moving to Tampa's Yingling Center. I don't know where the Yingling Center is. University of South Florida? Okay. Um, I guess this does make sense because uh, the Tampa <laughs> Bay Rays are coming back. Exactly. Uh, Can't use Tropicana Field no yeah. So, um, what does this mean after WrestleMania, where they're going to have fans in attendance? Are they moving the Thunderdome, and are they going to start having fans in attendance at the Yingling Stadium? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't Center, be surprised. Excuse me, Yingling Center. I wouldn't be surprised if they start doing select seating. Yeah. So, the Thunderdome moving again. Although, if you're WWE, it probably makes more sense to just do the Thunderdome until you can have full availability. Arenas, yeah. Yeah, because why have TV with scattered audience when you can just have monitors on the screen? Yeah. And WWE is a stickler for having full crowds. Exactly. Moving on to something that we've discussed last week, which was Andrade actually... Um, being denied his release turns out like the next day mm-hmm. he was granted his release from his WWE contract. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, he thanked William Regal, Triple H, NXT, and the fans, among others. He did not thank Vince McMahon because, duh. Um, this is great for him. You forgot the biggest part using... of this news. I was, I was, I was going to get to the non. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. Oh, now the cat's out of the bag. Well, you. Um, I didn't say anything. You let it out. No, 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 no. Because no. well, what you're doing is you're you're railroading me. I'm trying to get I'm, through the news. Oh, I'm trying to build it up here. And it here sounded you like you weren't going to go there. It's not in the notes. I thought maybe no. you didn't know. No, I of course I knew this. Uh, there's something else. His fiance's in the news, but we're not talking about that yet. It's not in you know. It's not in the news. But I was going to bring that up after this. Okay, I'm sorry. If, go ahead. if you want to do WWE I'm sorry, news, baby. I'm sorry, baby. I'm means. sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. I have seen that Andrade has not does not have a non compete clause, so the man can literally show up anywhere. Anytime. Fight everyone. My question is, is he going back to his old persona? Is he going to AAA? Is he going to New Japan? Is he going to AEW? Please don't go to Impact. (laughs) Don't you mean, please don't go to Ring of Honor? 
please don't go to Ring of Honor. But uh, Andrade is free from his WWE shackles and is going to be on the move. So, um, <sighs> so close to WrestleMania weekend. Anything can happen right now. I think that they're going to wait on his debut anywhere he goes. Okay. What I would like to see, though, is post-Kenny and Rich Swan match, attack Kenny Omega. Ooh. Hammerlock DDT with, um, what the hell's her name? Zelina Vega. What? Thea Trinidad. Yeah, her. And then they can get back together. Because that's when Andrade was at his best. Yeah. So, if I may. Yes. Um, that seems to be the general consensus. Everyone wants them to get back together. However, according to Meltzer, Trinidad has signed some sort of exclusive contract with somebody recently and it's not AEW. He does not have reports as to who specifically or if it's even wrestling, but she has signed some sort of exclusive deal. Um like very fresh. Like the ink is still not dry. So I think it's safe to say that if Andrade or whatever his whatever name he's gonna be wrestling as um does go to AEW, he'll be solo. Or if he's going to be back with Thea Trinidad, it's going to be somewhere other than AEW. Mm. Also, Andrade put up a poll on his socials asking if he should go back to being masked or not masked. So it looks like the idea of La Sombra returning is a possibility. Hmm. I'd vote no mask. I would say to do what he used to do for NXT takeovers and have a mask, a unique mask for that show's entrance, but then wrestle without the mask. That, that could work too. Because I always dug that. When he came out in the mask, I always got hype. Mm. Um, so just some nuggets, I guess, to, to feed the, the theories. There are very minimal bookings for AAA and CMLL right now. So for someone looking for money, probably not advisable if he's going to make if he's going to take those contracts. Also, there would be the problem of travel restrictions if he were to go to Japan or Mexico, which considering he's engaged to Charlotte here in the States, probably not something he's looking to do. So I wouldn't be too surprised if we can safely eliminate CMLL, AAA, New Japan, uh, you know, Pro Wrestling Noah, so on and so forth. I think we're looking at Ring of Honor, Impact, or AEW. Um, Ring of Honor would be a mistake, although he's still friends with Roosh. You know, apparently they're like best buddies. So they look alike. That's why. <laughs> so it wouldn't be outside of the realms of possibility that he would go to Ring of Honor to reunite with Roosh. Um. 
And then if he goes to Impact, then he might as well be in AEW. So that's not a terrible destination for him. And he can easily become one of their top guys because they're clearly missing top guys over an Impact. So, mm-hmm. I mean, again, none of that means anything. That's just me kind of putting some facts to, into place and seeing where chips fall. Who knows? Yeah. Um, staying on the old Andrade thing, uh, his fiance Charlie Flair, is set to miss <laughs> WrestleMania. So... Uh, everyone who's not a Char- uh, Charlotte fan, rejoice. Charlie Flair. I was so confused you said Charlie. I was like, Caruso? Charles <laughs> Flair. Charles Flair. Oh, boy. So, uh, let's let's go on to Hall of Fame. WWE Hall of Fame. Um, you know, new entrances. And um, whatnot. Come on, Dave Batista. Just... There you go. Okay. He's going to have his Hall of Fame uh, induction at a later date due to a scheduling obligation. Um. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. Okay. Are you filming another Guardians of the Galaxy? Like whatever. Could be. Could be. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I love Guardians. Um, yeah, they're going to be uh, in uh, Thor Love and Thunder. So, uh, Let's see. Which which one is the better of the news? We know okay, which one's the worst. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving the worst for last. <laughs> um, Rob Van Dam. The whole effing show is going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Hasn't been announced yet, but expected to be announced soon. Well-deserved, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Uh, if not for his ECW run, like... Oh, for sure. As TV champion, legendary. 600-some-odd like days. The only reason he lost the belt was because uh, he got injured. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, he had a great run with WWE also. It's not like he just had an ECW career. He's very few guys who came over from ECW like really succeeded in WWE and RVD had a very successful career, you know, with WWE. I mean, he he uh his ladder match with Jeff Hardy for the IC title uh or hardcore title and the IC title match with <clears throat> Eddie Guerrero. Like these were classic matches. His tag team with Kane and Kane gets unmasked. You know, like, uh, uh-huh. you know, his one night stand beating John Cena. Huge. Mage. Bigly. Them rebooting ECW. Not so much. Not so bigly. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that this is this is well deserved for um, Robert Van Dam. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to be inducted by his brother, Jean-Claude. <laughs> Yo, who is going by with all that music? Oh. So I'm just sped down my block. 
blasting EDM. I guess he got to you finally. Someone just hot. Someone just burned yeah. up. Now. The next entrant in the Hall of Fame for the WWE, the Mayor of Knox County, the Big Red Machine, the Devil's Favorite Demon. It's that's gotta be Kane. That's gotta be Kane. Kane is being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Another well-deserved. Um, Bro, talk about well-deserved. This dude is well-deserved, for sure. Another well-deserved entrant. Um, I really wished he got more respect in terms of, like, mm-hmm. main title push. Mm-hmm. But Kane being inducted into the Hall of Fame is, is you know, former... Grand Slam champion? WWE champion, tag team champion, hardcore champion. Um, I can't picture him with the IC or European, so I'm not sure. He was he was IC champion. He beat um, yeah. Triple H for it. You know. Okay. It's got the champion. Yeah, so Grand Slam. Multi-time tag team champion. Yes. Team Hell No with um, The Undertaker. Yeah, Brother of Destruction, yeah. With X-Pac. <laughs> yeah, multiple time tag team champion. So uh, it's definitely well deserved. Hardcore champion. He had a hell of a hardcore title match with uh, Raven and the Big Show at mm-hmm. WrestleMania 17. 17. Yep, yep, yep. Where they, they almost killed the power to the entire know, building. Right? Oh, man. It's a great story. But uh, no, hundred percent. I mean, I'm trying to make sure I'm staying objective here because my nostalgia just loves Kane. But I mean, the guy was a his character was great, really good athlete in the ring, good wrestler, um, super charismatic, hilarious when they let him be funny. Um, Kane just had it. He had it, and he was a, a mainstay of WWE television from his debut up until, what, a few years ago? I mean, let's not say his debut. It's talking about the Kane debut, not the Glenn Jacobs debut. No, 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 Kane. Kane. Yeah. Okay. The character Kane. I'm not talking about Isaac Yankum DMD or Fake DDM. Diesel. I'm a DDM, Diesel. sorry. Or Fake Diesel, you know. I'm talking about Kane. Hellfire and Brimstone, the the four posts with the fire coming up, uh, you See know, no evil. the the killer entrance music, man, such amazing entrance music. The the lariat from the top rope, church church organ sounds so good, right? The lariat from the top rope, the uh, you know the choke slams, the tombs, everything. You know what I mean? Like the the whole shtick. Kane was always someone that I was always a fan of. Up until, you know, it got a little... Corporate Kane. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of like when he jumped the shark, so to speak. But so, yeah, 100% um, well-deserved. Yeah, one-time WWF champion, one-time World Heavyweight champion, one-time ECW champion, one-time WCW champion, two-time WWE Intercontinental champion, hardcore champion, 24-7 champion, 
uh, two-time WWE Tag Team Champions, once with a Big Show, once with um, Undertaker, Daniel Bryan, oh. WWF, WWE World Tag Team Champions, ah, there nine it is. Time. Undertaker twice, Kane mm-hmm. twice, The Hurricane once, Rob Van Dam once, The Big Show once, X-Pac twice, Tag Team Royal Rumble in 98, eight times. Triple crown, triple crown champion, third Grand Slam champion, one Money in the Bank, and two Slammy Awards. I mean, you give me one reason why not to induct that man. I mean, that, that, it's it goes without saying the man deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Good for him. Good, good for Glenn Jacobs, and being inducted by the Undertaker, his on-screen brother and real life, like really good friend. So, yeah, good for him. And the last, the the most deserving, the most deserving of them all. (laughs) The most deserving of them all. Yeah, absolutely. Being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. The Great Khali. What? Hey, former world champion. Dumb. <laughs> I mean, who could ever forget the image of him hoisting up the world championship belt upside, upside down? down. <laughs> <laughs> the man who brought us the Punjabi prison match paved the way for future greats like Jinder, Jinder Mahal, Mahal. <laughs> Davari, <laughs> Mustafa Ali. Hey, at least fucking actually, yeah, exactly. Wrong, wrong thing, guy. Oh my gosh, this the the guy with the three yeah, moves, uh, the on, the chop. On. On, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, let me let me read off, let me read off some of these accolades. Oh, give it, give it to me. Come on, come on. Pro Wrestling Illustrated ranked number 83 of the top 500 single wrestlers in the 2008 PWA 500. First of all, whoever did that should be shot out back uh, from that building. Wow. Wrestling Observer Newsletter, 2007, most overrated. Attaboy. 2008, worst gimmick. They pulled no punches over there. I love those guys. Now to his very long list of WWE accomplishments. He eliminated seven men at a Royal Rumble in 2007. He has a Slammy Award for Damn Moment of the Year in 2008. Kali hosts the Kiss Cam on SmackDown. Oh my god. One-time world heavyweight champion. That's it. <laughs> Listen, every time he made it to the ring was an achievement, the way the guy could barely walk. Overhead chop, vice grip. What about it? Bro, 
no disrespect to the man behind the gimmick. But he could be in the celebrity wing with Donald Trump and Drew Carey and Pete Rose. I think Drew Carey and Pete Rose took more bumps than the great Khali. But to have the great Khali in the WWE Hall of Fame. Now, granted, what this man did was egregious. But Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, um, Owen Hart, China, like, what? Mark Henry. He's in, isn't he? Mark Henry's in? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mark Henry's in. Take it back then. Yeah, he just got in like a a year or two ago. Whatever. COVID was a long year. Yeah, yeah, he got in. He's in. He's in. Because I remember during his speech, he uh, wore the the salmon jacket again. Yes, 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 yes. Look at the class he's going in with. Greats. Rob Van Dam. Kane. Molly Holly. Easy E. <laughs> you gotta stop saying Easy E, cause I then I picture actual Easy E. He's dead. I Eric know Bischoff is not. He looks mad old nowadays. Going back to reliving the war again. I'm sorry, but what a douche. Well, yeah. Eric Bischoff. Was... Oh man, I just forgot how like conniving he oh, yeah. was. But um. Oh, man, uh, it's <sighs> the great Kali. I don't even know what to say, man. It's it's rough. In, it's in, rough. In, in our notes, the great Kali to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame for reasons unknown to me. Yeah, I, I don't have an answer for you, buddy. I don't have an answer for you. Is that even like he was some cultural icon? I mean, maybe he was in India, but like he was—he was, he was the didn't first, translate. In, first Indian-born world champion in WWE. That's it. I don't know, man. I mean, there are some like you mentioned four names. Two of them obviously are impossible, but the other two, yeah. Why? Why? Tell me. Explain to me why Dean Malenko isn't in. Explain to me why China isn't in. But yeah, the, we know why Owen's not in. Like that's right, that's, exactly. That that's what I'm saying. Like, so I'm saying the other two are impossible, and we understand why. But Dean Malenko and China should be in, but the Great Khali is instead. Hmm. You know, like there's a whole long list of wrestlers who should be ahead of the Great Khali. The Great Khali shouldn't even be in the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. No, I agree with you, but what I'm saying is there's a whole line. That are that are ahead of him, you know. Like before we even get to that conversation with the great colleague, there's a whole slew of people that got to go in. But what do I know? I'm not Vince. That's it for the WWE news. Well then, my good sir, I I must remind you that in this world of professional wrestling, there are good seats. 
it's pretty it's pretty obvious so it's going to be my bad seed planted this week. But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest that is professional wrestling. Now since we already know your bad seed, do you want to just cut straight to your good seed or do you want me to go first? Uh, my good seed is it, it's really half and half, you know? It's my good seed goes to the WWE Hall of Fame, putting in Kane and Rob Van Dam. Okay. My bad. My bad seed is obvious. Yeah. Putting in the Great Khali. Right. Right. Okay, that's fair. That's totally fair. Um, my good seed is gonna go to Andrade getting his release, mm, especially, especially without the ninety-day non-complete. Non compete, excuse me, compete. Um, my bad news bad is, seed. I'm sorry, my yeah, gee, Jimmy Cricket. My bad seed is a conditional bad seed. My bad seed goes to Will Osprey winning the New Japan Cup if and when Kota Ibushi defeats him at Sakura Genesis. If not, well, then it's not really a bad seed. Then it becomes a good seed. So it's a conditional seed. We'll see which one it turns out to be. Hmm. Uh, Let's uh, obviously not forget to mention two major things that happened on both Raw and SmackDown. Uh, Rhea Ripley challenging Asuka. For oh, the Raw Women's right. Championship at WrestleMania, which should be a good match. Rhea obviously yeah. has to go over. Um, and on SmackDown, that just happened tonight, uh, night two, we are going to have a triple threat match for the Universal Championship. Daniel Bryan versus Edge versus Roman Reigns. Which we already knew was going to happen. Of course, because we're good at our jobs. That's right. But yeah, that's it. I, I felt like we had to mention that without. No, Rhea. you're absolutely right. I completely forgot because you know why? Because I'm not excited about the Rhea versus Oscar match because a it has no heat, and b like you said, you almost have to have Rhea go over because okay. of what happened last year. But there's no heat, and again, we're just gonna disrespect Oscar. Like I'm so tired of Oscar being disrespected. I don't know about disrespect. She's been she's been champion for a long time. I think. What has she? Do, what have they done with her? Who cares? It doesn't matter. They put, her, they put her in a tag team, gave her a tag title run where she wasn't even a focus. It was all about Charlotte. Like, well, what is the point? They've done nothing. With, they have no respect or care or consideration for Asuka. And I'm tired of it. So I don't care about this match. I'm sorry. So you want to skip WrestleMania altogether? Then? You know. <sighs> we, we, we'll talk about this later. Uh, oh, damn. <laughs> Anyway, folks, that's going to wrap up our episode this week. You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com. That's Grapples. Apples, that's Grapples. And number two, Apples, you don't like SoundCloud. You got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com. Slash Grapples to Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two Apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. Because, boy, do we appreciate it. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Ill Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified. Whatever you need me to be, that's who I be. Because, baby, that's who I is. Join remotely by my main man, my hetero life mate. Tell him who you are. 
Man of the hour. Man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop. Rise to the top. Your boy, the general. Shades. And don't forget to check out our episodes this week, next week, and every other week. Because a nap of the day is a bad rest of the week. Peace. Peace and love.